Hello, hello. This is your host, Sean Blanc. Welcome to the Weekly Briefly. It's uh, Today's Thursday, actually. I'm doing the show a little bit early. Tomorrow we have... Um, <laughs> you're going to laugh at me. But uh, my, my wife and my sister and brother-in-law, we're all taking our boys to go see Thomas the Train. Um, see, or Thomas the, tr- the Tank Engine. Uh, and so basically, like, he... Uh, it's like a real train legitimate train and uh so thomas is coming to town and so we're going down to see him tomorrow so it's kind of all day family event so i'm taking friday off with the family uh tomorrow so i'm doing the show early today and um so weekly briefly whatever so i hope you guys had a great memorial day weekend i had a blast had a lot of fun i'm i just feel like super pumped i am uh the focus core stuff is coming along uh it's it's getting so close uh the biggest issue for me has been some of the stuff with hosting uh, I'm using Media Temples, uh, WordPress hosting. They've got like a premium WordPress managed hosting. And, um, you know, like by all accounts, it, it should it should be working like flawlessly. It should be this great, super fast, awesome, you know, it's managed hosting, right? Which is kind of the point. But like in my gut, I'm kind of not 100% certain about it. I just feel like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. Um, I've got all my other sites basically on their own dedicated virtual servers. I've got all these, uh, you know, VPSs set up and, uh, or DVs. And so I'm just not a hundred percent, like, this is kind of like my first road test with the WordPress managed hosting. So I'm a little bit nervous about that, but otherwise, um, making a lot of progress. I'm kind of excited. It's kind of the top of my mind right now, but I wrote this article yesterday. Uh, it was called fear, not money. And the whole premise is, uh, this idea about, um, People saying that one of their biggest challenges when it comes to doing meaningful work is money. They say, you know, they don't have money. And and I've actually, you know, I've been asking this question. You know, I've been asking, you know, what's your biggest challenge when it comes to doing work that matters? A lot of people say money, and and they mean like a lack of money, right? Um, I think that for sure, money is definitely an obstacle to doing work that that matters. Uh, but I think that. Oftentimes, and I just want to, you know, I say this with kindness, tenderness. Today's show is not about um, pointing fingers at anybody or calling you out. Um, I don't, you know, it's 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 simply about going like, hey, let's let's ask some hard questions. And the the question is is if you think that money is one of your biggest challenges when it comes to doing work that matters, um, is that true or not? Is it really? True, because I do think that, yes, having a lack of money certainly is an obstacle, but I think it also can be an excuse. And, um, you know, I know it's definitely awesome to have the funds that we need that, you know, help give us the time, the resources, and things that we need to do the work that matters. But if we say that we can't do anything meaningful because it's not our full-time job or because we need more money uh, or whatever that may be, I think a lot of times actually what that is is it's it's fear. It's it, That's an excuse not to do work that matters. Uh, it's a form of procrastination or it's a form of resistance as opposed to actually there's a practical barrier that only money can solve, right? So, so if you see money as your biggest challenge to doing work that matters, have you stopped to consider if there are alternatives to 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 solve those challenges, to to fix the problems that you think money is going to solve? Uh, I think a lot of people also uh, they're looking to that paycheck as a validation of the work that they're doing. Uh, I know that for me, I'm personally feeling this with the focus course. It's it's uh, close. You know, we're uh, just under four weeks now. Um, just uh, you know, like 
30 day or like 26 days, I think, till it launches. And I'm going, oh my gosh, this really might not work. And what if no one buys it? You know, and I've, I've, uh, you know, personally, I've spent close to $10,000 building the course um, in terms of research and the design, a lot of custom design development, uh, professional videos being made. So it's been a substantial investment on my part. And so, yeah, I'm like, okay, I hope I at least can make like $10,001, you know, back, but I've spent a year, almost a year full time. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking going, okay, I really hope this thing launches and, and does all right. Uh, because I've, I've invested a significant amount of time, significant amount of money into it. And, uh, and so there's in some ways, you know, there's like the business aspect going like, okay, this needs to, to pay some bills for me. But then I'm also going, you know, on the artistic side, I don't want to say, I don't want to look at the the launch numbers. You know, so often we look at these launch numbers and we say, oh my gosh, this guy made $50,000 in one day of a launch or $100,000 or this guy's product made him seven figures over the course of a year, whatever, right? And we see these these uh, amazing, awesome launch stories and, and, and people are throwing out these huge numbers and we think that guy made something wonderful. You know, she did something that people cared about and she was rewarded with money. And so we think that money is the validation of the, that it, it shows there's like this one-to-one ratio of how much we earn versus how valuable the art we're doing is and the products that we're creating are. And it's just not true. And, and I think that, yeah, it feels great. It's awesome, you know, to, to, to have a good paycheck when you've done something really substantial and worthwhile, but that doesn't necessarily mean if it doesn't come, it doesn't mean that what you did is, is not valid. And uh, so that's something that I'm constantly, you know, having to remind myself as I'm in the process of building the focus course and as it's coming closer to the launch. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how it does and where it goes and whatnot. But then also just going, you know what, I built something that I'm proud of. And I've been getting some testimonies back from the people that have been uh, beta testing it and doing kind of the pilot version of the course with me. And, you know, several, several people have written me back saying this literally changed my life. And so I'm like, okay, like I want to, I want to sink my teeth into that and believe that and, and, and feel like, okay, I did something I'm proud of. I'm hearing that people are really impacted by it. That has to be enough. And if it does really well financially, then awesome. I can keep working on stuff. And if it doesn't, then like bummer, you know, I'm going to have to eat the cost and, and I guess, you know, lower the price down to five bucks or something. And just, I don't know, who knows? We'll figure, we'll see what happens. So all that to say, you know, if you're looking to the paycheck as a validation of the work you're doing, if you're seeing money as your biggest challenge and you haven't considered other alternatives, like here's my here's my take with money is is that money is a tool. It's not a validation. It's not, you know, it's 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 not a, you know, money is not a person. It's not a it's not a it's not, you know, someone who validates you, right? Like it's a tool. It's it's something that can empower you. It can give you an advantage. It can give you opportunities, but it doesn't necessarily prove anything. If you have money or you don't have money, um, it, it doesn't speak to your character. It doesn't speak to your worth uh, as a person, you know, as a human being. It doesn't speak to your value system. It doesn't speak to uh, your ability to, to do meaningful work. It doesn't speak to your ability to love other people and to be selfless. Like those character traits, those value systems, those things, those values, right? They, those are not connected to the amount of money you have. Actually, a lot of times it's the opposite, right? You meet some of the most kind, kindest, selfless people are those who, uh, you know, whatever, they can't rub two nickels together. And then you got the, the people that are driving around in their super fancy cars and, and they, they won't give you the time of day. And so, uh, so if money's not 
a validator, but rather a tool, um, you know, then, then what are some of the opportunities that it, that it gives? And I wanted to share some, and I wrote this in the article yesterday, but I want to talk about them again on the show today. I think, you know, and I like this, this thought that, you know, you with money has an advantage over you without money. But I think that's about as far as we want to take it. And we don't want to say that, okay, well, Joe over there with money has an advantage over Joe or, you know, Mark with no money. You know, we don't want to start now saying, well, you know, her versus me and him versus me and and them and us and whatever. And well, they've got money and I don't. So they have an advantage and da, 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 da. Like when you start playing that game, then you start going, well, woe is me. Or you start going, yeah, look at me. I'm pretty awesome because maybe you have more, maybe you have less. And and so you with money has an advantage over you without money because it's you. You still have the same drive, the same ideas, values, vision, time, opportunity, right? And so money just opens up a little bit more opportunity, gives you a little bit more advantage, uh, and you know maybe gives you a little bit more confidence sometimes. Uh, but that doesn't necessarily give you an edge over others. At the end of the day, it's like your ideas, it's your work ethic. Like that's what gives you that advantage. So. Money in and of itself isn't the guarantee that you're going to be able to do something meaningful. At the end of the day, all it does is buy you opportunity. So here are some of the opportunities that money uh, helps you with, right? First one is time. Huge one, right? Uh, you know, I mean, we all, we've heard the phrase time is money. I don't, I don't think that's true. And a lot of people have been saying this more and more lately, uh, that time is, is worth infinitely more than money. That, uh, you know, you you once you've spent a dollar, you can go somewhere and you can make another dollar, or you can take a dollar and you can invest it and you get two dollars back. But time, as soon as you spent it, it's gone. You never will get that moment back. And so time is so much more valuable than money. And so you can use money to literally you can you in a way you can use it to buy more time to to do the the things that are more important. You can't use it to buy more time uh, to like have more time, but you can use it to free up the time that you, that, that you have, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So the opportunity of time, right? So if you had a million dollars in the bank, you could pay all your monthly living expenses. Um, you, you know, you could pay someone else to handle all the menial tasks of your life. Then like all that would be left, right? Okay. All your bills are covered. All the boring crap is covered. You got someone to mow your lawn. You got someone to, to rotate your trees out front. You got someone to change your tires on your car and whatever. You have someone to do your laundry. You got someone to cook. Let's say you got all of that taken care of. All you have to do is just, I don't know, I'm just going to do my most important work. That's it. I have all, the, all of life's menial stuff's taken care of. Even if you did that and you had all the time in the world, that doesn't mean that, A, it doesn't even mean you're going to choose to actually do meaningful work. And it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a hundred other challenges of procrastination, focus, diligence, all these areas of resistance that are still going to come against you. You're still going to have to sit down, you know, whether you're a millionaire or whether you're broke, you sit down in front of that keyboard, you still got to write something. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. You've still, once you're there, you found the time to do it. You still got to do it. And so the opportunity of time is still yours to squander, whether you have a lot of it or a little of it. Um, another opportunity is the opportunity of collaboration and community. And this is a huge one, a huge one for me, um, is, is I really, really work best with a team of other people that I get along with well, that are hardworking, they're awesome. So if, if I had a million dollars and I could hire anyone that I wanted, hire my dream team, even with that, there's no guarantee I'd be able to find them. And that if I did find people that were hardworking, fun, they're funny, they're cool, they're super smart, they're self-starters, they get along really well, they're mature, 
I'm not necessarily sure that you put that team together that everyone's going to be uh, this A player, right? So often, a lot of times, actually, what happens is when you put a whole bunch of A players together, well, I'm, I'm going on a tangent here, but you put a bunch of A players together, and a lot of times they actually, they're fighting uh, one another because of their egos, and, and you put a bunch of B players together, and then they form this synergy because they're all humble, and there's this teamwork dynamic, but whatever, that's a, that's a different uh, piece of advice for a different show someday. Um, so, so money may buy you the opportunity for collaboration and community, but not always. Um, you know, there's no guarantee of that another opportunity it could buy you is the uh, networking, right? So say you had a million dollars, you could, uh, you know, buy your ticket to go to this fancy uh, dinner, or you could go to this super expensive conference. Or if people knew that you were rich and influential, they would invite you to their house to meet you and, and want to rub shoulders with you. But even if you did that, there's no guarantee that the right people are going to notice you or that you'll be able to forge the proper relationships um, or that you're going to network with the right people or that those relationships, that anything will come of them. So there's still, the unknowns are still there. Uh, This opportunity, another one is the opportunity of research and discovery. Uh, You know, if you had a million dollars, right, you could, you could go to Harvard and Stanford twice. Uh, You you could, you could buy all the books that you need to learn up on all the subjects. Uh, You could travel to all the conferences, right? You could meet the people and and learn the new things and all of this stuff. But even still, that doesn't guarantee that you're, you're not going to have the experience that you need to actually do the work that matters. It doesn't mean you're going to have the courage to do it. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to overcome the fear, the distractions, like the, the same areas of resistance, right? Not to mention, well, I'll, I'll get to this in a minute, but this research and discovery, there's so much that's out there already on the web for free. And if we're using money as an excuse, like I don't know what to do, like that's an excuse to not step out, to try, to learn, to fail, and to try again. Um, <clears throat> and then, then one of the final opportunities that money helps you with is tools. Is actually a huge one for me. Time and tools are the biggest two for me. That money is those are the biggest advantages that money helps buy me. Is time and tools. So if you had a million dollars, right, then you could buy the nicest camera, you could buy the fastest computer, you could buy the highest quality paintbrushes, right? Like whatever that may be for you, that your tool is that you need. But even then, right, there's no guarantee that that tool that you're using is going to help you do any better work. Uh, you know, I mean whatever we talk about it all the time with photography that that you know tools do not an artist make and so uh, you know when it comes to tools if you're going oh, i can't do this or that because i because i don't have the right tool that i need you know that's an excuse and and so you know a lot of times i think that if you if you say you need money uh to afford the right tools but you're going out to eat every day and you've got a, a car that you're you're you know have a loan on your car you've got a car payment right and all these things is super common consumer debt. You know, we're allowing ourselves to spend all this money on consumer debt. And then we're going, I, but I can't buy the tools that I need. And we're complaining about that and saying, well, I don't have the tools that I need, so I can't do the, my best creative work. You know, I think we should reassess what, what our spending and our budgeting habits look like. And my wife and I have chosen, uh, you know, from the very beginning of our marriage, 10 years ago, we've chosen that, you know, you know, we knew that we were, things were going to increase for us, that we, we wanted to be, uh, you know, just speaking candidly, we wanted to be wealthy because we very much want to give away money. We've, we've actually started a nonprofit organization that that helps uh, fund uh, missionaries and, and and do things like that. It's kind of a it's a, a grant benevolence uh, grant giving foundation, 
And and this is a one of the dreams of our heart is is to to give as much away as possible. And so we when we were young and in, in our early married days, we kind of made this commitment of you know what we don't want to let lifestyle creep uh, happen to us as our uh, you know our income, the amount of money that we're making as that grows. We don't want it to to our budget and our spending to just swell with that. And I think so often that's just it's so easy to do that, right? Like you're making a thousand bucks a month and you're spending nine hundred bucks a month and you're doing fine. But then you're making two thousand bucks a month and suddenly you think, well, now I should be spending eighteen hundred a month. My income doubled, so my spending should double. But why? Why does your spending have to double just because your income doubled? And you know, we've been driving this car. We got this old beat up Chevy out in the in the driveway. We've been driving it for you know ten years. It was a, a gift to us from Anna's grandpa, uh, you, uh, you know, a long time ago. And we've been driving this car for ten years. And you know, it's not it's not a pretty car. It's ugly, but whatever. And and yet, you know, we're, we're choosing to drive that car and, and to, to wait until it's it's dead, even though I'm like, ah, oh, man, there's such a, there's 10,000 way nicer cars that I would so much rather have, but choosing not to get it and, and choosing to use the money that we give to, to, to give it away or to use it as a tool and not to allow lifestyle creep when we can help it. And that's a, <clears throat> something really that's important to us. So it's, you know, it's these ideas, right? That if money is your biggest challenge to doing your best creative work, then you should ask yourself, like, what is the advantage or the opportunity that you're looking to money to solve for you? If you're going, ah, you know, this is this challenge of, you know, tools or time or, uh, you know, community connection with other people, uh, research, discovery, whatever it may be, uh, you know, what is it? You're looking and you're going, money can solve this for me. And so that's why money is my biggest problem. And, and a lot of times, you know, that can be true. It can be true, but not always. So figure out, what is that challenge that you're saying, I need money to solve this for me? And then once you know what that challenge is, ask yourself, is there a different solution to solve that challenge? Is there another way around? Is there a different way uh, that I could solve this challenge and begin to make progress? You know, maybe in baby steps, maybe it's not going to be super leaps and bounds. Maybe you're not going to be in a growth accelerator, whatever, but you you can make baby steps and begin to move forward. You know, and, and I think here's one of the big ones is time. You know, we say that we need more money um, so that we can have the time to do the work that matters. And I think for some people, that's true. I have friends that and family members, you know, they're just super struggling to stay ahead and working long, long hours and, you know, going to school to, to even begin to try to get a better degree so they can get a better job so they don't have to keep working three jobs. And it's just, it's a struggle, right? And so right now they're like, I don't have time no time whatsoever. If I had an additional, you know, 40,000 a year, I could quit one of these jobs or whatever it may be. And and then I would have some time, but right now it's, you know, sunrise to sunset and and then some. And and for those people like I respect you. You're 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 doing what it takes and and there is respect there and you just have to stick with it and knowing that it's not the season forever. And so but for others who go, you know what, I, I need more time, then they come home and, and it's a regular routine to watch an hour, two or three or five of Netflix every evening. Then the issue there is like, you know what, if you're watching television every day, the, the issue isn't money, the issue is time. And, and there's, there's other things and, and just challenging yourself to, to look to these other, uh, these other ways out. So, um, so you know, here's, here's kind of some, some thoughts, some food for thought before I wrap up the show is to step back and ask yourself, you know, okay, if money is your biggest challenge, you know, start by having an idea for how much money you actually need to get by. 
you know, and there's this, this, uh, you know, whatever you got, like your need to have and your nice to have money. Uh, your need to have covers like your, your most important bills, the power, the, the, the water, right? The gas, the, the mortgage, the insurance, the, the food, right? You kind of have this core, you got to have this, your food, your shelter, but then there's the the nice to have stuff, and it's the it's the nicer car, it's the bigger home, it's the 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 more fa- it's the sugar the expensive sugar cereal, it's the the extra ice cream or whatever it may be, right? All these extra things that they're nice to have, like to be sure. Like I love having ice cream in the freezer. Not gonna not gonna lie, that's awesome. I like to have that, right? But if things get super tight, ice cream is one of the first things to go. And and so you you have this definition. Okay, what's my need to have? And what's my nice to have money? And for me as a small business owner, self-employed, I actually have this on a spreadsheet. I've got all our budget stuff laid out and actually have like two different levels. Like this is our core need to have. This is the bare bones that we need to live, you know, and I know what that number is. I know exactly how much I need on a month-to-month basis at the very core to live. And so that's the number for us, you know, our emergency fund. We have the, you know, you do the savings and stuff like that. Like that's the target number. Okay, I need this, you know, times six to survive for at least six months at the bare minimum. And I know exactly, okay, when things begin to dry up, the first things that are going, I know exactly what they are. It's the ice cream. It's the Netflix. It's the gym membership. Like these few things, we don't have a bunch of them, but we've got a few that, that yeah, you know what? These are nice to have. Um, you know, it's nice to have those. So knowing what those numbers are and then going, okay, well, if I can pull this back, if things are tight and I want to, and I really want to sacrifice, I want to go for it. I want to do my most important work. I want to do what matters to me. And I'm feeling tied down because I got to pay the bills. Well, can you pull back? Like, okay, can I cut back, you know, the, the Netflix, the gym membership, the, uh, the ice cream, the sugar cereal, going out to eat three times a week, you know, you add all that up and suddenly that's like, oh, that's like $300 a month. You know, you're working, you know, if you work for $20 an hour, you're looking at 10, 10 to 15 hours that you just gave yourself that you could say, you know what, I'm going to stop buying those things and I'm going to pull back my working hours from 40 hours a week to 36 hours a week. And then you just got yourself 16 hours a month to do your best creative work, right? Like you literally just gave yourself time by pulling back your budget a little bit and freeing up your time, right? So there's there's these things when you know, you know, you know the numbers and you know what you need. It, there's there's so many ways to think outside the box and have these creative solutions to to finding the time to do your best creative work and you know, and then also considering, you know, so often we we have this definition of, ah, oh, you know, I just want to be successful so that finally I can you know, I can, I can have an increase in my quality of life and, and I'll be rich or I'll be comfortable, whatever it may be. And like a lot of times, actually, it's the people that, that, that are rich and comfortable that aren't happy at all. And so looking and, and pulling back and saying, what is, what defines quality of life for me? And, and, and having that idea and going, oh, what, what does it look? And, you know, something that for my wife and I, you know, we, in the evenings, right, we'll, we'll put our two boys, we got like one of these, this, those twin, like, you know, the jogger strollers with the two things that we got off Craigslist last summer. We stick them in there and, and we'll take a walk around, around the neighborhood in the evening. And it's like, it's awesome. Right. And you go, Oh, that's something that like rich people would do, you know, that, that they're comfortable, they're retired. They take, they take leisurely walks in the evening, you know, with their significant other around the neighborhood. It's like, well, I can do that now. I don't have to be retired and a millionaire to do that. I can do that now, right? And 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 so when you begin to look and say, like, what are the things that 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 make a quality of life uh, that that would help me 
say like, oh, you know what? Like to stop and smell the roses, whatever. Like what are those things? And you begin to look and you can say, I, you know what? A lot of these things, I don't have to be rich to have these. I don't need money to do these things. I can, I can do them now if I just change my lifestyle, if I change my approach a little bit. And so often, you know, we think the bigger house, the bigger car, the faster car, the, the more expensive refrigerator, uh, X, Y, and Z, right? Like that's just more stuff that you got to maintain. It's more stuff that's going to break. And so often we just think that what we need is bigger, bigger, bigger. But then when you get it, you're like, well, now I just got to go buy more furniture with more money that I don't have to live in this bigger house to clean that I don't want to. Now I got to spend the time to clean the extra rooms. Like what, what is that actually going to bring you? Like why not just you know, paint your living room instead or something like that. And, and so, you know, we often think though, that it's, it's the bigger house that validates who we are as a person. And we say that this, when I can prove that I've been successful by driving this car and living in this house, then it will validate my character. It will validate my values. It will validate my worth as an artist and as someone who's contributing to planet earth. Right. And we look at that. And and so we say like, this is my validation. But yet the very thing that we look to to validate who we are as artists is actually the very thing that chokes our ability to, to do the meaningful work. And so all of this to say, all you know, just to bring it back together basically, is when we, we consider money as being one of our challenges, I want to challenge you to think, is there another way around it? You know, is there another solution to find the advantages and the opportunities that you think money will buy? And then truly to consider like what if if we're we're looking to money is it is it for validation or is it because we practically need it as a tool and i know that there are some really amazing business ideas that just take they take significant investment capital to get off the ground and for those it's like yeah okay money isn't a disadvantage you know you want to you want to build a heart monitoring kit that's going to be used by third world countries to save lives okay yeah you need money to do that to be sure but if you're not if you're doing nothing, just waiting for the money to show up, you know, in a big fat envelope on your mailbox, probably not going to happen. Going to have to start looking for it. There's other creative ways to get there to find it. I just want to challenge you to, to think outside the box to do it and to say, you know what? Is it really worth it for me to sacrifice to do my most important work, to do the work that matters, to create value, to encourage other people, to help, to be there, to do something awesome? And if that's truly the value of your heart. Like you're going, I want to do that. Like, how can you make it happen? There are other opportunities other than just saying, I need some more money. So anyways, all I have to say, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I will talk to you on the next show. Okay. God bless.